Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Robin Hills. Robin, you are the founder and CEO of EI for Change. You're on the web at EI, the number four, change.com. Robin, thank you for joining us. Thank you for hosting me, Josh, and inviting me along to speak to you today. Absolutely. For 16 years, Robin, you have been teaching and advocating for emotional intelligence, something that I dare say was a little bit ahead of the curve. Um, Certainly, you know, emotional intelligence, I think, is particularly the past five to eight years has become quite in vogue. So you're a trendsetter. Well, I wouldn't like to say I'm a trendsetter. I just uh, recognized that there was a great need for people development focused Mm -hmm. around emotional intelligence. It underpins everything that we do. It underpins communication. It underpins our motivation. It underpins the way in which we work with people. Mm -hmm. So looking at emotional intelligence as a fundamental principle, it seemed logical to concentrate on that. Yeah. All right. So, Robin, give us an overview. Um, You know, I I think a lot of us maybe have heard about emotional intelligence, but um, I I would. Could you just give us a eighth grade class? Let me give you guys a quick one hundred and one on what emotional intelligence is, how to describe it, identify it, and then why it's so important. Well, the simplest definition, and the one I work to, is being smart with your feelings. It's Combining the way in which we think with think around our emotions and utilizing our, emotion, our emotions to make good quality decisions and build up authentic relationships. It's no more complicated than that. However, having said that, it is incredibly difficult to put in place because emotions are happening all the time. The emotions that I experienced at the beginning of the podcast interview are different to what they are now, and they will change as we go through the podcast interview. Your listeners will be experiencing different emotions, and that affects the way in which we think, it affects the way in which we communicate, and it affects the way in which we engage with people. Yeah. So, Robin, um, tell me about um, kind of what EI4 Change does. Like, how do you what 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 what's the work that you do and who do you work with and how do you get that done? Well, we work with anybody and everybody who is interested in learning more about themselves and working with people in a different way. We're looking at opportunities to improve performance. Usually we focus in on business, business relationships, business communications, business motivators. And the work that I do really involves going into organizations, coaching, facilitating and training people to be better at their job, 
to be more effective leaders and to be better team workers. And that affects people inside the work and outside of the work when they're looking at their friends, their families and their colleagues who they work with and you know live with on a day-to-day basis. Now, the other thing that we do and we focus in on, and again, we're very much ahead of the curve here, is that we provide online training, self-paced learning around emotional intelligence. And we recognized a gap in the market five, six, seven, eight years ago, started in this area, which was incredibly high risk, but it's proved to be very, very effective. And We have a number of different people taking our courses across the world, and we just don't know the breadth and the depth of people taking the courses, but they're getting some value from it. Yeah, and you've worked with some really big organizations, Fujitsu, um, a lot of... um, Boy, I'm going through your list. A lot of uh, English uh, companies, for sure. Ecolab, that's another really big one that I'm familiar with. Um, Some uh, big charity organizations. So, uh, you know, what I'm really curious about, Robin, is um, a lot of folks are in leadership that that listen to this podcast. And so talk about the... yeah, how critical it is that as leaders, as managers of people, that that we're really in tune with this concept of emotional intelligence. Well, as leaders, we need to be aware of ourselves. We need to be aware of the impact that we have on other people. So we need to be really cognizant of our strengths, what it is that drives us forward, what makes us good at what we do. But it's also vitally important to look at what holds us back, what our liabilities are, what our weaknesses are, what stops us and prevents us from being better at what we do. The next thing that we need to do as leaders is look at how do we regulate our emotions? Anyone can become angry. That's easy. But how do you utilize that anger? How do you work with a focused precision with that anger to deal with the issue and then move on from it, keeping the relationship intact and ensuring that you know, the person that you're angry with is well aware of it, but feels well supported through that anger. Now, that's a a big, big challenge. So the other component of emotional intelligence that we really do need to focus on as leaders is empathy, trying to understand things from other people's perspectives, looking at how you engage with people, bearing in mind that they will view the world in a different way. They will have different experiences. They will have different hopes, aspirations, and they will experience emotions in a a slightly different way. So how do you work with empathy? And that's going to be very critical moving forward with the other thing which seems to be a big challenge for all of us as we go into the later 2020s, and that's the advance of artificial intelligence. What the robots will never be able to do, ever, is to be able to truly empathize with other people. The reason why, they don't have what we've got inside our heads. This very complex organ, the most complicated instrument in the universe, to be able to work with and to empathize with other people. Yeah. Robin, give me an example of someone that is 
highly emotional intelligent. I'm curious, like, how would we describe them or how might they carry themselves on in a typical day, particularly, you know, in a work day? Well, there are lots and lots of leaders who are very good at utilizing their emotional intelligence. You will recognize them because people gravitate around them. They feel good in their presence. They feel well supported. That person is an extremely good leader and they uh, can be found throughout history. And, you know, some some really good examples at the moment are people like, well, everybody seems to refer to Steve Jobs as a good leader. I know he had issues, but certain aspects of what he did was emotionally intelligent. Mm. And then there are people like Elon Musk, who has high levels of emotional intelligence. He's not without his faults, but again, uh, he has this ability to carry people through with him. Richard Branson is another uh, oh, yeah. example. And again, he has his faults and he he's aware of them, but, uh, you know, he's got something, that essence, that quality, which happens to be emotional intelligence. Um, mm. And then uh, let me give you an example of where emotional intelligence is used. And we could say it's a highly effective use of emotional intelligence, but it's not a good use of emotional intelligence. And and the example I would use there is Donald Trump. He has an ability to work with people's emotions and engage with the people's emotions, and he knows how to manipulate them. Now, we've got to be very careful with emotional intelligence, particularly as leaders, because there's a very fine line between utilizing emotional intelligence well and utilizing emotional intelligence not so well and not for the greater good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and so I think it's important, Robin, that we acknowledge our weaknesses, right? there, Because there are certain things that I just know, I, you know, I, his, my whole life, I've always been a little bit, um, you know, sensitive to certain things. Um, I, I don't think, you know, and, and I, um, I, I let my directors know, I say, you know, you should know if this ever comes up, I'm not going to enjoy this. <laughs> You know, and I'm openly communicative with them about that. Um, so they're aware because, you know, they need to know that, look, just because I think it's a bigger deal than you might think it's a bigger, it doesn't mean that I'm right. It's just that my sense, I have a, you know, I'm particularly sensitive to that sort of a situation. So just know that I'm going to be here. You might be here. And, you know, we'll kind of work with each other, <laughs> you know, kind of balance one another out. Well, isn't that a good use of emotional intelligence? Because you're actually defining what it is that causes you problems and causes you anxieties. Now, you've referred to them as weaknesses. Well, you know, we've all got foibles. We're human after all. So a really interesting question is, Josh, am I emotionally intelligent? Well, if I answer yes, it's rather arrogant and self-conceited and suggests that there's no room for improvement. But if I answer no... What the heck am I doing working in the field of emotional intelligence? <laughs> uh, the the answer is it depends. I mean, there, there's going to be certain situations where I'll go into it and I'll engage with people really well, really deeply, and I'll come out and I'll feel good about myself. And I think, yes, I've handled myself really well. And then there'll be other situations I go into. 
and do the same sort of thing and completely screw up. Mm. And the reason being, I'm human. So it's work in progress. I'm always learning. I'm always trying to find out more. I'm always trying to better myself. And if I want to find out what my weaknesses are, Josh, I've just got to go and ask my wife. She'll give me half a dozen I've not even thought about. So (laughs) there's a relationship that I've had for more years than I care to remember. Uh, Well, you know, let's put a number on it. It's well over 40 years and it's going very, very strong. But does that mean to say that we have this deliriously happy, loving relationship all the Mm. time? Of course not. We don't skip over these fields, holding hands, going, hello, trees, hello, flowers, hello, grass. You know, we have the day-to-day mundane things about sorting out the bank accounts, filling up the dishwasher, doing the ironing, you know, everything that everybody does. And that causes disagreements from time to time, but we, we work them out. And because we work them out, and, and you know, let, let's not... Let's not look at this superficially. We do have deep, intense disagreements because we have other things going on in our lives. But the relationship is sound. And, yeah, we might not see eye to eye on a lot of things, but we live and work together. Yeah. Robin, one thing that I know that that you teach on is the subject of stress. So yesterday for me was was kind of a sucky day work-wise. It just, you know, <laughs> occasional. I mean, it was good. There was good, there was highlights, there were good parts to it. Uh, but you know, I had three very difficult situations and it was um yeah, it was tough. You know, it's it's you know, but that's kind of that, you know, it's the big boys, big girls club, you know, that's, you know, kind of what we sign up for. Um, how can, how do you help folks um, kind of work with those, um, those big stressors that that do come up? Well, first of all, we just got to recognize that these big stressful days just appear out of the blue from time to time. Yeah. And there's nothing we can do about them. And what we've just got to do is to look back at her experience and say, yeah, I've seen this sort of thing before. I can work through it. And to do so with clarity and calmness, if that's at all possible. And it's very easy for me to sit here and say all this, but in the heat of the moment, it is incredibly tough. And I think the other important factor, let's bring it back to emotional intelligence, is how do you engage emotionally with that situation, knowing full well that you're going to be feeling particularly unpleasant. Now, if that unpleasantness becomes destructive and destructive to you and your health, you've got to do something about it. But if you can utilize that that unpleasantness and constructively work through the day and survive and look back and say, yeah, okay, it wasn't the best day, but yeah, I've survived. What is it that I've learned through that? That's a good way of responding to it. I'm a great advocate of people being selfish. Now, what I mean by that is not selfish in the greedy sense, so it's all for me. I mean, self-ish. You've got to look after yourself before you look after other people. Nobody can eat that sandwich for you. Nobody can drink that glass of water for you. Nobody can have that meal for you. 
Nobody can go to the toilet for you. You've got to do it yourself. You can't delegate it. So the important thing is to look after yourself, because if you look after yourself first, and you learn to accept yourself with all your strengths and all your limitations and all your weaknesses, then you're in a better position to be able to look and care for other people. Yeah. All right. So Robin, your website, EI for the number four change.com. When somebody goes there, what would you recommend? Like, where do they go? What do they click on? Like, how do they take that next step in their relationship with you? Well, they can do whatever they like. They can read the uh, homepage. There's some free resources that people can sign up for. There's a free book, develop your emotional intelligence, sign up for that. There are some free resource cards, sign up for those. There's uh, a free course, sign up for that. Then people can click through and listen to the podcasts. And I'll put this podcast up on the website as well so that people <laughs> can easily access it. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of stuck. What do you want to learn about in terms of emotional intelligence? If you want to contact me, there's a contact page. But you can contact me by just dropping me an email, robin at eiforchange.com. And uh, I'd be more than happy to engage with people. Yeah, that's that great. Cause, that can cause me stress from time to time, Josh, because I'm busy having <laughs> communications on emails when I should be yeah. doing other things. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, Robin Hills, again, your website, EI4 Changer, the founder and CEO. You've been at this for decades uh, and uh, specifically EI4 Change for 16 years. So congratulations on that. You've worked with some pretty huge organizations. And, and again, you know, bigger than that, your, your materials, your content has just reached hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands. So Robin, this has been fantastic. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. It's been brilliant. Really enjoyed it. Great, pleasant emotions. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare re you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? 
tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.